1: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
2: It's been a week and a half plus since the New York Islanders were eliminated from the playoffs and we still haven't heard anything from Lou Lamorello or Lane Lambert. What does the silence mean? We're going to discuss that and a lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast.
1: Slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hop and blocked by Polak and Price. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Mabrowski Nelson. Barzell with the
2: open net and he scores. And welcome, everybody, to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe either on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast so you get the latest episode of Locked On Islanders as soon as it drops. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKED ON NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Lots to discuss on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to send us an email. The email address lockedonislanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on everything happening throughout this busy offseason from hirings, firings, trade rumors, free agency, and the draft. So make sure you join us for that. We still are in a holding pattern when it comes to Lou Lamorello and Lane Lambert. And look, it's not a big shock when you consider Lou Lamorello is a guy who, quite honestly, and look, you can be critical of Lamorello or you could love Lamorello, but I think it's pretty safe to say Lou keeps things pretty close to the vest. We believe his contract expires June 30th. That has been reported a lot. But now there's a little speculation that maybe, maybe, Lou Morello is possibly looking to go upstairs, maybe, you know, be vice president in charge of hockey operations, and to bring in Kyle Dubas, who is now the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs to be the next GM of the Islanders. Now, look, this is far from confirmed. This is just a rumor that's out there. I have yet to hear it from uh, a a very reliable NHL insider, but people are connecting the dots. And look, one of the reasons why we haven't heard anything could be that if this is the move that's going to be made, you can't announce anything until after the Toronto Maple Leafs are out of the playoffs. Now, they're now down three games to none against the Florida Panthers. So, you know, the odds of them winning four games in a row and advancing to the Eastern Conference Final, not great. And Dubas worked with Lula Lamorello in Toronto. He worked under Lou Lamorello. He was, you know, one of the co-assistant GMs and took over after Lamorello left and to his credit Kyle Dubas was able to get the Maple Leafs out of the old and 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 you know too expensive hole that Lou Lamorello left the Maple Leafs in and they've been a dominant regular season team and now for the first time since what was it 2006 the Toronto Maple Leafs advanced into the second round of the playoffs. So there there is a lot of things that, you know, make sense. But we still do not know what is going to happen. And the longer we hear nothing, the more the speculation is going to grow. Again, we have a situation where Lou Lamarello can't make an announcement if it is going to be Kyle Dubis until after the Maple Leafs are done with the playoffs and that may not be if, if they do the make the big comeback and do reach you know another round or two even win the Stanley Cup well then I doubt Dubis is going anywhere but you know again you have to wait and then it also assumes, that the Maple Leafs would part ways with Dubis, or that Dubis would say, hey, I, I resign to go take the Islanders' job. And yeah, the Islanders' job, he gets to work with Lou Lamorello again. And Dubis basically said his relationship with Lamorello was quote-unquote exceptional when he was hired. That they still do stay in touch. And... That Lou taught him a lot, not just about running a hockey team, but really how to treat people. So, you know, there are a lot of things, if you connect the dots, that could make sense. But a couple of other things. If Dubis becomes available, the Islanders would not be the only team that would be interested in him. So would the ownership of this team be willing to pay top dollar to, you know, outbid, let's say, the Pittsburgh Penguins or, uh, you know, some of the other teams out there that are, are going to be looking for a, a new permanent GM for Dubis's, uh services. And look, the fact that he respects and has worked extensively with Lula Morello definitely would give the Islanders a little bit of an edge. But we are a long ways away from getting there. First of all, we have to hear if there's any news about Lula Morello Second of all, we would have to find out if Dubas is going to remain in Toronto or move on from Toronto or whether Toronto, the Maple Leafs would be moving on from him. Dubas is young. He put together a winning team and a contending team in Toronto. Now, he is not without his critics in Toronto, and understandably so. You've got some real star players on that team, including some guy who used to play for the Islanders named John Tavares, but you got Mitch Marner, William Nylander, Austin Matthews, uh, and yet he still was able to add players during uh, at the trade deadline like Ryan O'Reilly, which took a three-way deal that was certainly creative, and Mark Giordano. So, you you know, here's a a younger guy who has been able to keep the core of a younger, faster, more talented team together and even add to it. And a guy who's worked with Lou. But again, we don't know if Lou Lamorello is going to want to go on to a new job in management and whether or not, you know... He wants to stay GM. And then, obviously, the question after that could be, if Dubis comes in, what happens to Lane Lambert? Does Lane Lambert's relationship with Lou Lamorello lead Dubis to give him another chance on a short lease? Or does Dubis say, you know, I want to bring in my own guy? It's a lot of speculation. It's way too early. I'm not even saying it's likely to happen. But these rumors have been reported, and I certainly wanted to make sure I addressed them over the course of, you know, this offseason, especially since, you know, this is what we're waiting for right now. Word about Lula Amarillo's future, Lane Lambert's future, or at least to have that duo speak to the media about their future And look, when I say speak to the media, that's also speaking to the fans because the media is the way you communicate with the fans and uh, hopefully the Islanders find out what the future holds for management in the very near future. And when they do, we'll have it all here for you on Locked on Islanders. We have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We're going to answer one of your questions Uh, about how close the Islanders may be to contending for a Stanley Cup. And we got our season review of Pierre Engvall, that and a lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Indeed. There is no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform you need to build your team. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire All in one place, so instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed is a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. We streamline hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. So start hiring now. You can get a $75 sponsored job credit. To upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on, this offer is good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash locked on. That's Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game, boom, cash back. New lucky jersey. And terms at discover.com slash cashback debit, Discover Bank member FDIC.
2: All right, so wanted to get to uh, an interesting question from one of our listeners. And uh, again, you know, locked on islanders at gmail.com. This one is from Mike from Sunnyside, Queens. And he writes, How far away are the islanders from winning a cup? It's a challenging question since some teams load up with rentals like Toronto and the Rangers, but let's analyze depth. This team is built on defense and goaltending. You could argue the Isles have a top five goalie and defense in the NHL. Even with Varlamov's future unknown and Mayfield likely testing the market and gone, I think you can confidently say uh, around the same ranking for both goaltending and defense next year, Centers are a difficult position to rank. However, center quality and depth is better than half the league. And likely one-third of the league, so top 10 to 12 is reasonable. The weakness is at wing. Injuries and underachievers at wing have flawed the team. Would a speedy, skilled wing to play with Horvat and Barzal be enough to win a cup? Would two wings be sufficient? Is there a spot for Wallstrom on this team if they are going to make a legitimate run? Is there a hockey trade to be had for Bailey and Wallstrom? Well, Mike, first of all, thank you for the question. And I I guess I'll address it this way. Yeah, I would say the Islanders have a top five goalie in this league. The defense, if Mayfield leaves, you need to bring in at least one more, maybe two more players because I'm not 100% sold on Sebastian Ajo as an everyday guy. Um, But Let's even say the defense is top 10 to be, you know, reasonable and center, like you said, somewhere in the top third of the league, 10, 11, something in that range. The wing position is a problem. And then the other problem, and we've talked about this a lot on the show, this team is older, this team is lacking team speed, and You alluded to it in your email, Mike, that you have injuries and underachievers at wing. I'll go a step further. You have underachievers who are also overpaid. And when you add their age, their statistics, and their salaries, it gets harder to move on from those guys. So to answer your question, I think they need two wings. Wallstrom could be one of them, but he's not proven yet. I don't know. I I mean, ideally, you want Wallstrom and a player who has a shot like Wallstrom in your top six. If Wallstrom can give you 25 goals and be a, a steady part of your top six, yeah, there's a place for him. But he hasn't done it yet. And he hasn't done a lot consistently yet in the league. Now, he hasn't always gotten a chance. But I think you need one speedy sniper, and I think you need to get faster elsewhere on your roster as well. I think you need a puck-moving defenseman, and I think you need another fast player, whether it's at center or at wing, who is going to help make this team uh, a, a little tougher to play against. And, you know, you cited Toronto and the Rangers. I'm going to cite two other teams, the Devils. And uh, I'm going to cite the Edmonton Oilers. These are two teams that have speed and skill that is lethal. And the one thing that the eight teams that are still in the playoffs right now have in common is speed and skill and youth to an extent. But, you know, to me... This team, it doesn't need a complete teardown. There is talent here. There is, you know, uh, like you said, great goaltending, solid D. But they need to get younger, faster, more skilled, and they need two snipers. Now, the other thing you asked, Bailey and Wallstrom, I don't think there's much of a market for Bailey right now. Wallstrom could be part of a trade to bring in somebody. But the Islanders in addition to being up against the cap when you're paying Anders Lee $7 million a year and J.G. Paggio $5 million and Kyle Palmieri $5 million, those deals add up. And the problem becomes trying to move these guys is just really difficult. So Bailey, I think they're going to buy him out. Wallstrom, I think, could be packaged as a trade, but again, you're trading potential rather than production. So that's the the sort of blueprint I have, Mike. But getting there, it's gonna take creativity. And you know, whether you buy out Bailey and are able to trade, you know, one of those over over uh, priced guys and get something back and start to rebuild this team, you can do that. But to give up, you know, to get something like, let's say, an Alex Dabrinkit or uh, another of uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, you know, if it's a free agent, that's one thing. If it's a trade and it would be a trade because he's restricted, you got to give up a lot to get a lot. So uh, let, let, let me put it to you this way. It's possible this team could be, with a few tweaks, a lot closer to contending for a cup. But... It's going to take some pretty deft moves uh, salary cap wise. And we'll see if the Islanders, whether it's Lula Morello or his successor, can get the job done. So I wanted to talk about Pierre Engvall and his season. Did he meet expectations? And what do we expect uh, as to whether or not he'll be back next year? Engvall was acquired at the trade deadline for a third round pick. He played 18 games with the Islanders, five goals, nine points in those games, but he was a plus seven, and by the end of his 18 games and into the playoffs, his chemistry with Brock Nelson and Kyle Palmieri gave the Islanders really the only line they had that was reliable enough to consistently put points on the board. The other thing Engvall has that he brings to the table is speed. And look, he's not a physical guy. In 18 games with the Islanders, he had 8 hits during the regular season. In 58 games with Toronto last year, before the trade, he had 39 hits. So, you know, in 76 games, he had 47 hits. He's not a physical player, but if you want to get faster and not pay a lot of money for it, maybe Pierre Engvall is one way to do that. He's also only 27, so there are pros and cons, but certainly the chemistry he has with Brock Nelson and with Kyle Palmieri makes him an interesting possibility to bring back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Pierre Engvall and whether or not he'll be back, what the options are, and what it would cost, plus we still have our Islanders' birthday of the day, all that and more still to come on today's Locked on Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee, you could stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed.
0: Have you ever seen an NHL player get off a team bus and think to yourself, gosh, I wish I could dress that nice? Well, with Indochino, you can. Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding, and when I decided to go with the Hyde herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O dot with code NHL. All
2: right, so Engvall last year was not that expensive. His cap hit was 2.25 million dollars he's 27 he gave you a little jolt in the playoffs certainly uh, in in a six game series he was a plus four and the Islanders lost four of the six games the only game he was a minus in was game six he was even or plus in all the other games and you know he really can help you in that regard. So you get a little younger and you add a little speed because the Islanders, look, one of their fastest players before the trade deadline was Anthony Bevilier, and they dealt him away. So you brought in Engvall, he gave you back a little speed. To me, if you could sign Engvall for $2.5 to $3 million at most, maybe, maybe you bring him back. But is he a difference maker? I don't think so. He's 6'5", 220. He's got size, but he's not physical. He can move deceptively quickly. He's got a little bit of scoring touch, but he's never been an elite goal scorer in this league. Never had more than the 17 goals, which is what he had this year in 76 games. And, you know, overall, I think... I wouldn't make Pierre Engvall my number one priority, so to me, he's probably going to want to test the market. I'd let him go out and test the market, but if there isn't a big market for him and you can get him at a reasonable rate, something close to what he was making last year, like I said, two and a half, three million tops, he gives you speed. Ideally, he's a third-line guy, and the Islanders have plenty of them. So again. I wouldn't make him a priority, but I wouldn't totally close the door on Engvall coming back. He's a useful player, but not an essential player. And that is really where I would rank him at the present time. And, you know, to me, and and every day as you've heard me talk about Pierre Engvall before, but I, I like him, but, to you know, he's good but he's not vital to the team. Does he still have some upside? Because, you know, 17 goals, despite the fact that he's never, especially on Toronto, been in the top six, he was with the Islanders. You know, uh, it, it, the numbers are not overwhelming. Five goals in 18 games puts you at about, you know, 21 goals for a season. And, we're talking about forty-one points, so 21 goals, 20 assists. Yeah, you know, maybe. Maybe. So that that's that's my take, more or less, on Pierre Engvall. As for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Well, yesterday was the thirty second birthday of former Islanders defenseman Calvin Dahan. DeHaan, still active in the NHL with the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, played 53 games for them this year, two goals, 12 points. Islanders drafted him in the first round back in 2009, and he made his debut with the Isles in 2011-2012, playing one game, and in 2013-2014, he became more or less a regular playing 51 games, stayed with the Islanders for five full seasons, and after the 2017-2018 season, went to Carolina, then to Chicago, and now back with Carolina. He could move the puck. He's a decent skater. He's a native of Carp, Ontario. And I always, you know, thought DeHaan was a a fairly heady player. Um, Usually, on the plus side with the Islanders, less so with the Blackhawks, but let's face it, they were pretty dreadful with the Hurricanes. He was back to being a plus guy. And Dahan, likable teammates, always appreciated him. Steady, but not spectacular. One of his better games with the Islanders, February 21st, 2017, at the old Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. Islanders with Tomas Grice in goal, Peter Mrazek in the net for Detroit and Calvin Dehan scored a goal in the second period on the power play that turned out to be the game winner as the Islanders beat the Red Wings by a score of 3 to 1 he had 4 shots on goal in 21 minutes and 30 seconds of ice time the goal was on the power play and it was the game winner so happy birthday birthday 32 to Calvin Dehan he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. want to thank everyone again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every dayers, tomorrow we'll have the latest on the situation with Lou and Lane. And we will continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders. We'll discuss Ross Johnston and we'll also have any new news and notes that you may be interested in concerning your New York Islanders. Don't forget, again, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on YouTube. And we are now available on the Sirius XM app, SXM. So you just do a search for Locked On Islanders and you'll find us there. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders. Hey, Prime members.